and um, we are back Welcome back, everybody. Um, I tried to do it earlier, but the camera wasn't running. So now we get a take two at the intro. Hooray. So welcome back. Um, first of all, I know it's been a long time. Um, how long? There it is. Look at that. Look at that. You see that? I didn't look up the time before him, but that's a long time. And I apologize. My life has gotten real busy, but we're going to get into that. But first of all, um, you know, let's get the pleasantries out of the way. Let's hit them. Like, comment, subscribe, bells, whatever platform you're watching this on. Hit any button you can to support me so I can keep doing this. And then um, I was I was thinking um, it's probably time that um, most of my content that I make on here is like focus. Like I did like albums and stuff like that, like has a narrative it wants to tell. But it's been a long time since I've just talked about things that are on my mind. And I think I want to get back to that. I might go back to more scripted things, but we'll get back to that. But um, anyway, let's keep it rolling. Uh, I just want to make it clear. I got these notes right here and I have notes on my phone. So if it looks like I'm just on my phone, I'm actually not. I'm just looking at my notes. So I apologize if it looks like that. I don't know why I'm talking to y'all like y'all are my teacher. You're not. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and get into it so um yeah so this is gonna be more of a freelance we're just gonna talk about some things that i've been wanting to talk about for a while and that just shows how long it's been because i haven't watched some of these things on this list for this podcast today in like probably a year <laughs> but um we're gonna touch on the things that i want to touch on and then we're gonna keep it moving we're gonna keep it grooving but um y'all doing all right y'all doing good how's everybody feeling um if there's a comment section, tell me how y'all feeling. I hope y'all doing all right. Um, but we got a couple things. Well, we have a lot on the docket today. And I finally got a pot because I've got about a year's worth of things I want to talk about that um, we may split it up. But who knows? You know, I'm going to give it to y'all y'all right now. So let's go ahead and jump in. Let's stop procrastinating. Um, so what do I want to talk about today? Um, let's start with some albums I've been meaning to talk about for a long time now. So... First, first thing on the docket, I feel like let's talk um, title of the creator's newest project. Um, Call me if you get lost. Initially, I was very unimpressed by Call me if you get lost, um, mostly because I had become accustomed to lyrical like I'm trying to flex my musical intelligence, Tyler, where as opposed to rapper Tyler and because that's not because before let's say before cherry bomb that wasn't i did not like tyler creator at all mostly because i wasn't exposed to him on that much and also i didn't like the narrative that he was trying to tell you know it was very you know how tyler was and is and always will be but yeah it was a whole lot for me back then but now i i will say tyler's creator's album this year is the album i have been listening to the most consistently and it's the one that I like the the more the more I listen to it the more I really really like it like um, I love his confidence this is it's just his sound the the choices and then like other songs like sweet still have that like lyrical vibe of like like um, flower boy um, 
but it's yeah overall I, I love that project it's probably my my favorite project of 2021 so far i say that like it's not november but yeah um doja cat another project where the more i listened to it the more i grew to like it because i wasn't really into doja cat all that much but i think doja cat has such a unique voice and sound um i don't know what it is quite a, it's like um i don't know um she sounds like Cree summer sometimes you know that girl that plays um Susie and Rugrat, she gives me that vibe off of her. But yeah, her sound is good. She's a good dancer. But yeah, I really like her project. Um, Snow Allegra came out with a project this year. Such a chill vibe. Like I, it's it's solid. I love her project. It's such a just chill back. You know, laying laying late at night, looking at the ceiling type music. Like it's so good. But um, now I got to talk about J Cole. So. If you didn't know, for a long time, I've been a huge J. Cole fan. Um, I know people are going to hate this, but I've only been a big J. Cole fan since he dropped 2014, Force Drive. Shoot me up if you want to. That's my opinion. Uh, that's, um, I didn't really, I didn't love his stuff before then. I thought his stuff before then was okay. I know it's great, but it's just not great to me, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you like an artist is, you know, they're like God tier talent, but it's just like, they're not for you. And that's how I felt about Greg Cole's old projects, but, um. His newest one, I can't even remember the name of it, but um, I was so underwhelmed. Like, it was just like, there was no real passion, no real energy. Like, let me get, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad album. I'm, I'm specifically speaking on how I feel about it. And it's just personal. It's just, I, every time I hear it, it's just, it lacks a, a passion or energy to it. Unlike the other ones. I feel like the other ones, it felt like J. Cole was putting his foot in it. This one just felt like. He wasn't trying all that hard. His features were doing better than him. Like, but some of the songs are, I'm not gonna lie, some of the songs are fire. They're just like, I expect more from him. But it's just, it was kind of a vibe that I, you know, I feel like most of his albums have an overarching narrative in a way, in a sense. Something he's generally trying to get across by the whole album. Like, you know, Four Your Eyes Only in 2014 and KOD. He had something that he needed to get off his chest. And I feel like this one, he was just rapping, which is fine, but it's not groundbreaking but i'm not gonna harp on him forever let me turn this down i'm good audio rolling you got the got the discord running um should i start a discord i don't have enough followers for discord we'll get a discord one day that's the goal we're gonna get discord we're gonna hang out um but let's see what are some other albums oh yeah greta van fleet they're like these dudes from detroit I mean, probably a lot of people have heard of them, but I didn't hear about them until like a few months ago. And they just sound like Led Zeppelin. Like they're, they're that old school, like 70s, like rock and roll type vibe. And they are so fire. They had a project that came out this year. I, I liked I liked their earlier projects, but like um, the past two, but the newest one had a, a really, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's super fire. But I love Greta Van Fleet. I encourage you if you haven't heard them, and if you love old school rock and roll, check them out. But what's interesting is when I saw reviews, I thought everybody like, would love them but it's everybody was kind of like hating on them for sounding so much like led zeppelin and like those other bands like they sound just like them and uh, people gave them bad reviews and stuff for it but in my eyes i feel like um that's what makes them great honestly um because even though they sound like them like just like them nobody else in the world can do what they're doing you know if that makes any sense even though they 
they sound in a way it sounds like they're stealing but like the it i feel like it's rooted in love and people feel like it's like rooted in copying it's like that's a it's a genre of music that they rocked with and they wanted to re-emulate that and bring a new life and i feel like they bring a new energy to that style of rock and roll also so it's weird that people hate on them like i honestly love those guys and like i love the Cause, and they're starting a new wave of like bringing back that old school rock and roll, that Aerosmith Queen kind of vibe. And I'm really digging it. But um, there's someone else I want to talk about. I might need to update this list. I may check my Spotify real quick. But um, if I check my Spotify for other songs, I'll cut it. I'll cut it. I'll make it clean for y'all. I got y'all. I'm not going to make y'all listen to me watching. Let me see who I want to talk about. Who I want to talk about. But um, someone who I think is coming for heads out here. It's my boy, Lucky Day. Um, my friend in college um, put me on to him. Shout out to Key. But Lucky Day, his, his I think it's called Paint It. Or what's it called? It's Paint paint Something. It's like, it's Painted. That Painted. Specifically, I love Painted Deluxe because it has this live version of Misunderstood. Oh my God, Painted is so, so it's such a vibe. It is such a vibe, and I love it. Like his voice, like the his product, his production is so high quality. Like I love it. Like I had to, I had to take this for all my favorite albums of all time. I always had to take them out of my like songs because I watched, I listen to them till I'm annoyed of them, and I hate doing that. But oh my gosh, Lucky Day is coming for heads. He's coming for the R&B world. I'm telling you, man, he's coming for the crown. Y'all better watch out. But um, let's talk about some other stuff. What's what's more what's more modern? I think that's everybody from when I made this list six months ago. But who do I want to talk about? I want to talk about um, what's his face? I said what's his face? Silk Sonic. Their new project, straight up heat. Same on the same vibe of like not not Greta Van Vliet, but like the fact that they're they're borrowing themes from like old school like funk and soul like it's it's so good like i hope they stay silk sonic for at least a decade i want two more silk sonic projects for they're done because this that was not enough i think it's like 34 minutes like we need more from them we need a lot more it's so good so bruno and anderson pack are both coming with heat like they're i didn't think they could blend so well but they you know how it's like kind of like um um when i first heard about migos I couldn't tell that they were all one person just because of the way they bounced off each other's energy. Like I legit thought Migos was one dude just from the way they they all hopped from each other. And I feel I feel like that's the same way with Silk Sonic. Like Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars complement each other so well, you don't even realize that they switch the when they switch turns and whatever. But um, what else? Smino dropped a project recently. I deserve solid fire you know this is kind of i like this because i can say i can't I, I can't just go off my brain i need i need to see it so i'm just scrolling through some of the songs i'm listening to but um i discovered this this dude did a cypher uh, called simba s-y-m-b-a he's real solid he's a good rapper i feel like his 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 cypher was super super hot fire but i just feel like he doesn't rap as hard in his projects i don't know but his project is still good though i encourage you to give him a listen um baby keem his newest project was pretty solid i liked his that was good um let's see lil nas lil nas x project i feel like the songs where he was like a little bit more like singy i wasn't really rocking with all that much but honestly um it's a really solid project i love it um i encourage you go listen to it this guy he's from atlanta letter m i encourage you go listen to him um who else who else who else who else who else Ooh, let me tell you the trifecta of songs listen i'm gonna put this on the screen right now boom 
boom, boom. I have been listening to these three songs nonstop. They're right next to each other in this playlist. I might screenshot it and show it to y'all. That might be easier for me. I'm, I'm going to screenshot it and show it to y'all. But it's Half Crazy by Musical Soul Child, then Stuck by Samaria, and then it's Over by Lucky Day. These three have been my vibing songs. I'll just run through these three songs alone. But all three of them are so good. Half Crazy. I didn't realize how good that's. I, I forgot how good Musical music Soul Child was. Like, oh my. I call him Musical Soul Child. It's Music Soul Child. Who that man can blow? Oh my gosh! Like oh man! And then this song, the the lyrics just like resonate so much more now today. Talking about, I don't want to talk about it, but <laughs> but you know what the song is about. Um, but um, then we got we got stuck. Oh my gosh! That song is such a vibe when you know when the love changes and love falls apart. Actually, all these three songs are about that. Did I like all three of these songs because they're about heartbreak and love falling apart? I don't know. We're not having therapy today. We're not going to do that. But um, they're fire. I encourage you to go check them out. Any other projects? Um, there's this dude, Wale the Sage. He has this project called Blue and Blue 2. I encourage you to go listen to that. That junk is good. Toby Lou. Toby Lou, we need a project. I need you to stop. Parish Blue. I want it now. I want Parish Blue right now. I don't know if y'all know. I love Toby Lou. He's like in my top 10. I love Toby. His vibe, the way he hops on that beat, so confident, so cool. His uh, <sighs> If you haven't listened to his project, um, was Live on Ice? Check it out right now. Live on Ice is top five my favorite albums of all time. I love Live on Ice. I went over the mic. I tried to get closer to the mic. I went over the mic. Y'all saw that? I went over it. But Live on Ice, go listen to it. I highly encourage it. But um, Drake's album was okay. Yeba's Heartbreak was fine. I love that song. And Champagne Poetry, I love that song. I need to, I haven't listened too hard. I feel like some. a lot of it's really okay. Some of it's really solid. Um, but Kanye's new to this project. Um, I loved it at the time, but it's really just not resonating with me, if I'm being honest. Like at first, I really love Kanye's project. Excuse me, I burped. Hopefully, I cut that out. If I didn't, you just heard me burp. But we went to my friend, me and my siblings went to Waffle House. Look, there's a picture. Look at that. But um, anyway, <laughs> I love doing that. Even though I'm the one that's gonna have to go back and do that. But um, what was I gonna talk about? Oh yes, I forgot to tell y'all. Um, we'll get to it. Let me finish my music stuff. Um, I'll tell you about me performing Kanye West. But we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> um Greta Van Fleet's album from the fires fire um yeah we already went over doja cat um i think that's all the projects for right now um yeah i think that's oh migos's newest project i really liked it um not rocking as much but i rocked with it for a hot hot minute and i encourage you to go give it a listen um if you obviously if you have not i've been a, i'm not gonna lie i've been a huge migos fan ever since high school like i loved migos like um no la i think it was no label two was that the one with um handsome and wealthy top 10 my favorite albums so much energy so much energy so much passion is there's too much passion no aggression there is no passion there is no vision there is no aggression <laughs> but it is i love that project and the newest project kind of uh, honestly if i'm going to talk about migos for a second i feel like the better, the more successful they got, the less verbal energy they put into their stuff. Like, cause it used to be like, and now it's like, and I was like, I need them Jones, I need them boys to bumping, you know. If I'm making any sense, I need them boys bumping. But um, 
and most i just don't listen to a lot of singles Should, do y'all want me to make a playlist of like what i'm listening to currently because i can do that that might be a thing we do um i'll start that when we start the discord once i get an audience um we'll do that but i think that's everything i've been listening to um nah just some just some anime songs but that's pretty much it for now oh yeah and I was going to talk to y'all, um, this podcast, I'm going to talk about a very myriad of things. I want to talk about like anime, music, what I've been doing in my life. Um, so I was thinking, um, do I need to start multiple? Because I do want to talk about anime more. I feel like I don't talk about anime a lot, cause, but I really love anime. Um, but I don't want to alleviate my audience that just coming from music related content. And then I also want to talk about HBCU marketing bands because that's a part of my life that I haven't really brought. And I want to start talking about marching bands. I'm going to talk about them now just to get them out there. I'm going to split them into individual clips and like split them out if you want to listen to it in parts. But let me know if y'all have any advice. What do, you, what do y'all want to see? Do you want me to just talk about everything I'm interested in? Do you not want to hear about that kind of stuff? Do you just want to hear me talk about things? Should anime and like marching march band have their own section? Anime have their own section? Music have their own section? My own personal life has its own podcast. What, should, what do y'all want? If you have any advice, what? What do you think I should do? But for this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. But um, going forward, um, what would y'all like me to do? But um, yeah, so uh, that's pretty much all the music I want to talk about for right now. Um, if something else comes up, I'll just force myself to make another podcast sooner than that amount of time it took for the last one. But um, anywho, let's get into. Um, yeah, so I was going to talk about. Uh, I'm sorry about the phone again, but I just need I need it to. I need I need to collect my thoughts. Let me open my notes because I was in my music. <laughs> I'm showing y'all my phone, <laughs> yeah, but um, I was looking at my music. But um, before anything, I feel like I have a very good story to tell. So, a few months ago, I okay. So first of all, um, Kanye came and did his little um, album viewing session in Atlanta, and then he was like, "I loved it so much, I'm gonna do a second one." And then so when the second one was coming around. I got tickets to go, me and my brother and his girlfriend were going to go, but then he texted me talking about our cousin has the hookup, shout out to Brooke, has the hookup on, um, he needs people to perform with him, and it was low stipulations, and we thought it was like, I thought it was like a marching band thing, I didn't know, but uh, I, th- I thought that was cool, but um, I was like, um, yeah, obviously, so, <laughs> so we signed up, we didn't hear anything, um i was bummed out because i was like oh we could do this but then didn't hear nothing but then we see somebody we know is already there and it was like are they because we were waiting on email and it was like he was like you just show up and we showed up came to the first day for it we did some things we walked around y'all saw the performance we just walked around i know what social media said it's like a cult thing or whatever he's summoning someone i don't know if i believe all that but um even if he did my personal beliefs on Spirit, because I'm a, I'm, I will say I'm a Christian, but um, I, I believe that as long as you are not like intentionally saying, "Oh, demon person, come upon me" or whatever, as long as you don't invite that energy in, I believe personally in your own life that energy can't get in you. I feel like you, you can only allow. When we're talking in the spiritual sense, I'll say. I feel like you only let in what you willingly let in. And if I feel like if that kind of energy, even if I'm in the most dangerous, devil-filled environment possible, I feel like that won't enter my heart and mind and spirit if I don't allow it to be. Or at least if I don't know about it. But um, that's my little take on my thoughts on spirituality and religion. We're not going to go any deeper because I don't feel like having those kind of conversations. But moving forward. So, yeah, we um, 
we practiced. Um, we walked around the stadium or whatever's, and then um, we did some chants and some dances and whatnots. And then we stood around for hours. It was like a 12 hour day. We got there early in the morning. We didn't leave till late at night. And honestly, it was so, it was so long. Um, it was the longest day. If I wasn't with my brother and his, his friend and his girlfriend, I would have been like so bored. Um, but but as soon as it came up, then you hear the crowd and it's loud and you see Kanye in the mask. And you, I'm like inches from Kanye. Um, I made a TikTok about it. So um, I'm putting the link to that in the description. I think the audio got taken off, but um, I don't know. I might re I might re-upload it. But yeah, here's a here's a oh yeah, I have a TikTok. There's my TikTok. Follow that. Do you see that? Follow that. But um, yeah, if y'all want to check it out, go check that out. Um, I put a, I put a little clip right here. I put a clip right there. There you go. You're welcome. But only a piece. Go check out the TikTok. But anyway, that was awesome, and it was a fun bonding experience for um all of us involved. It was real fun, even though it was long. I still I still had a good time, even though it was long and boring. I still had a good time, but um. The, the 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 leading up to it was boring, um, and then I got I got some ugly black boots because they gave us stuff because we ought to be in black and I got a really big black shirt, nothing too fashionable. But tell me why when we're performing I look and it was like all right look people got vests and I was like I don't want them donned a vest. I was like give me a donned vest. But then it made me feel better because they took them from them afterwards because I think they're like a couple hundred dollars. But um, yeah I wanted one of those vests real bad. I was mad about that for like a month but uh, <laughs> so Kanye if you're seeing this can you send me a vest please here's my address kidding I'm not putting my address there what do you think I am dumb <laughs> but yeah that was a really cool experience and then the crowd and the lights and then him floating in the air that was also it was such a it was such a cool thing to do like I loved it I loved every minute of it and then I wasn't supposed to record but who's gonna stop me uh, but <laughs> I hope I don't get a cease and desist for that but it doesn't look like anybody care it was just a album listening party I think and everybody was recording anyway so you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah so I can say I performed with Kanye West and you can't tell me I didn't and if he needed a, a dude play trumpet, I was going to hop in anyway. I had it ready. I polished my horn. I was ready to roll. <laughs> I was ready to roll. But that was a really cool experience. And then after that, I started a program called Year Up. So I think I'm going to make this its own clip. So um, um, I don't know. But I don't know why I told y'all that. That has nothing to do with y'all. But yeah, I started um, a program called Year Up. So essentially... I'm working my job and I'm scrolling through TikTok and I see this girl talking about, oh, you can um, get uh, internships for free at major companies or whatever. Is it cook here? And I was like, that's a scam. No, thank you. And then I closed it out. And then a month later, it showed up again. It's like, no, you can really get get uh, money off of, um, I mean, get internships at major companies that turn into careers and jobs. To sign up, it's called Year Up. And I was like, Okay, let me look into it. Maybe it's not a load of, you know, you know when you're, nobody gives out internships at major companies for free for people who just sign up for a thing. And if they do, you don't get in. So I thought it was all good, too good to be true. But also, what's the phrase? Don't look a gimp horse. Is it a gift horse or is it a gimp horse uh, in the mouth? I don't know. So I didn't look, I look, don't look a gimp horse in the mouth, uh, whatever. Um, I looked into it. It was real. It was, it was, they have partnerships with hundreds of major fortune 500 companies and all you got to do is live in the area you know and sign up for the program and i haven't paid a penny for it so essentially from my knowledge of the program some locations so there's a location across the country some locations you work directly at a europe building and they get you ready for these internships excuse me 
and then some of them you um, go to college or you take some college courses to prepare you for the program and COVID has vastly affected all of this but um i went to i was in the atlanta section and they just got rid of stop going to the main location and so um we went to a college called atlanta metropolitan state college this may change depending on the year or the time you're watching this but um yeah so we went there and we took college courses and there's different tracks it's like customer service and help desk and it and software development and cybersecurity. but i am in the the software development pathway um um well actually first i was in the it help desk pathway but uh, honestly when i heard about this program i was like i've just got to get a part of this i i just knew i was like i gotta get in this so i was like whatever you got put me in it and i was like i didn't know what software development was anyway but um i was they was like okay your it helped us i was like it cool 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 i was like i don't know if i really want to do that but um i'm going to do whatever you know if, you're, if we're talking salary in a if we're talking in a year i'm gonna be on salary first of all it's hard to get on salary anywhere i know it's just it's just so tough with no college degree oh my oh my lanta it is tough out here boy but i i feel like i don't have to tell you that you know whoever you 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 know it's tough out here but yeah it's real tough out here so i signed up for the program since it's related to a college i had to fill out fafsa again i didn't get good grades last time so i was worried i get kicked out but they didn't care i got accepted to school i got uh fafsa all the paperwork you need for that they need you know i they need paperwork for me paperwork and paperwork and whatever but then once i was in it um yeah, so I was an IT help desk pathway, and I gotta say, um, the people I'm in class with, so you know, I move with the same set of about thirty people um, every day. There's about hundred people in my program, but in my pathway, there's like fifty. And then in my class, that comes with me all of my classes because it's split up in group A, group B for these the technology path or whatever. Um, there's about 27 of us, 28. Well, we started with like 30 something, but you know, people have dropped off at school and it gets harder and whatever's. But um, yeah, I've got to say, these are some of the best individuals I've ever met in my entire life. Like, cause this is one thing I wasn't expecting about this program. I'll get into details of the program, but I have to talk about the people I'm doing the program with first. Um, honestly, I've never met people who have been in the same circumstances as me personally. Um, mindset wise so I did college dropped out dropped out twice that's a story for a whole nother day um, I've been working for years now and I just want to make a livable wage you know but it's almost impossible unless you want to work in a warehouse and break your back with fibers and then possibly get on salary if you're lucky but um and after talking about everybody in my class has the same if you're if unless they're like 18 you know they have the same story as me tried college didn't work out worked for a few years wanted more for themselves and found the program luckily and you know, because of that we all really like congealed into like this unit like we created a group chat we've all been helping each other with homework constantly like i've never been in this kind of when i did college i kind of did it alone you know even though i could have done that like but this time I really wanted to work with them, you know, like like helping with our coding assignments and whatnot, you know, homework, classwork, motivation. If you're going through something, let's talk. You know, you want to go get something to eat. You're my friend. Like these are some of the kindest, coolest, weirdest, nerdiest people I've ever met. And I love them all so much. Everybody in my class is solid. I love everybody in my class. They are all awesome. And that was really makes it sad is like, you know, in a few months, did I explain how the program works? I'll do that after that. I talk about my friends. But um, 
I'm gonna be sad after this uh, this program's over because you, you know you know I'm gonna still talk to them, hanging out with them, but you know life isn't the same after you don't have the same circumstances that brought you together. You know, same high school, college, whatever, job. You, you know what I'm saying though. You know, it's gonna there's always gonna be my friends, but it's not gonna be the same set of circumstances. We're not gonna meet each other the same place every time, all day, every day. You know, for a certain amount of time. But um, let me explain how the program works. So essentially. This company, Europe, has business relationships with hundreds of Fortune 500 companies, both big and small, varying in different kinds of companies with technology, banking, customer service, whatever. They have these relationships. And so they talk to them and they're like, can you give us can you give us some internship positions? They're like, OK. So then the program spends six months with a bunch of people ages like 20. It's like it's like 18 to like 24, but they bumped it up because of COVID to like 26. But I don't know how long that's going to be. So I wouldn't but, but bet, I wouldn't bet the farm on it, but I don't have a farm. But um, yeah, so um, every I lose my train of thought. I apologize. I do that very often. But yeah, so you spend six months in either. So depending on which city you're in, you either spend six months with Europe in a building, learning everything you need for your internship and your pathway that you're going to and like growing, developing and finding out what you want. And they find out what you have and what you bring to the table, and what internship's best for you. And then after that, you get paired with an internship and you spend six months. I'm not in the internship phase just yet. In a couple months, like two months, I will be. So I'll make another follow up talking about how that is. I meant to do these like spurted out but this has been a lot of work <laughs> if i'm being completely and totally honest it's been a whole lot of work so i've been really busy and it took everything in me to just pull this because i finally had a day off because i'm working on weekends so i really don't have a day off and like i really need my days off to breathe and now we got projects but i'm talking too much but essentially yeah you spend six months working with them training learning whatever pathway you choose getting specialized in that program in the six months and then you spend six months in the internship and then you either um they either give you a job offer which if you put in the work and do what they they tell you they told you and the, you take their advice you absolutely will get put put onto and to it uh to a job offer i'm sorry career offer you know these are salary career offers that they're they're bringing up but even if you don't do that they have an employment program which I will you will have access to for the rest of your life where the, if you need help finding a job or a career let's just say career change whatever they will find you opportunities which is one of the things I love about this program so it's essentially it's almost like a fraternity of sorts like you always get access to resources with them um but yeah so that's the that's the meat of it so that's essentially that's the Europe program and like I said it varies from city to city depending on what companies they offer um you can look up uh, you can go to Europe comma org i don't know um but yeah and you know you can sign up or whatever but yeah this is not an ad for them um i just wanted to say that this program has been very transformative for me um the camera went out earlier but um i'm eternally grateful to them um i'm grateful to tiktok because without tiktok i wouldn't know about this program because first they have paired me with some of the best individuals i've ever met in my entire life like i'm gonna be friends with these guys forever because they're just they've been so encouraging and so honest and so authentic and then i just relate to them so much like everybody like everybody's just so solid and but also just the knowledge they've been giving me because when i started i did it help desk but i started taking classes in java and computer science and i realized that my I love coding. So I've been doing dumb homework trying to figure out I've been learning Python, front I want to do front end, but we'll see uh, they, um but yeah, so and then we have, you know, we learn business communications and like all sorts of things, but um yeah, that was a big epiphany for me finding out that I love coding cuz in my mind, you know how you set up parameters in your mind, you don't even realize you set them up, but like you'll say stuff like I say in my mind all the time, oh, coding's for smart people and I'm not smart enough. I'm very intelligent. I'm not going to cap. I'm, I'm very smart at a lot of things, but I always felt like you had to be Harvard level 
to code, you know? And I just, re- and now I've realized as long as you put in the work, literally anybody can code and it's solid money and it's a good career path. And I would love to someday work in one of those tech companies, you know, where they have cool events and like, you know, and all the cool benefits you see of like tech companies and whatever, because you hear like Google's like one of the best places to work and stuff like that. So I would love to, my dream is to work for a tech company at some point in my life or another for a while. And then after like a long time, just in case any of them see this someday <laughs> i'm gonna be in a long time and then um i would love to do start my own business you know whenever i figure out what i want to do with that um whether it be something about of what doing this stuff now or like i want to have a product to sell you know but i want to for a long i want to work in a company and like do the corporate america thing you know i've always wanted to do that my dad was in corporate america for a long time i'm not gonna put his business out there because he was good at what he did but um yeah, and I've always wanted to have a piece of that pie. You know, go to company events and sit in a meeting and sit in a boardroom. You know what I mean? Those kind of things. I've always wanted to be a part of that. Just, you know, and have, I mean, I know it's going to be a lot of work. I know it's going to be crazy, uh, but, um, you know, I've always wanted to be, I've always wanted to do that. You know, my, my dream is being executive of whatever company I'm placed at in this, in the next couple months. But, um, yeah, but um, it's just so cool because I would have never... I would have had to get lucky to find another opportunity like this. And also the program, you only get to do it one time. So if you fail out the program, you can't come back. So it's but it's a one and done thing. But yeah, this program has been so transformative for me. And I'm, a, you know, I, I fuss about it because it's a lot of work. But it's also a lot of good work because it's all necessary work to do where you need to go. You know, all things you can plan, Buster. You know, you get fussy. I'm like, it's 830 in the morning. I got to get on the Zoom call. Well, I'm going to do it anyway when I get it, get the career, you know. But I say all that to say, um... Thank you to everybody in the greater Atlanta chapter of Europe. I thank all of you. I'm not going to put y'all business out there because if you want to know who they are, look them up. But um, thank you to all of you that are giving me advice. All my teachers at AMSC have been amazing, awesome. Um, Yeah, everybody has been amazing. And I almost want to tear up because it's just like I don't know where my life would have gone if I didn't have this program. Um, Cause I don't know if this podcast ain't gonna kick off anytime soon, um, but it's gonna be nice because I'll be able, I'll be financially stable, you know. I'll be making a livable wage. I'll be able to be on my own, buy what I want when I feel like, you know, grow and have enough money to where when I, the day that comes I want to have children, I don't have to worry about the expenses as much as I would have to would would right now making, you know, fourteen dollars an hour, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything about the Euro program. Uh, sign up at Europe. I encourage you if you want to work in technology, customer service, sales. Um, look up the different pathways, but um, I would encourage you to if you're looking if you're under the age of 26 or 24, depending on what the parameters are right now, um, and you're looking for purpose in your life, you're looking for meaning, if you're looking to make a livable wage and you don't see other way, I encourage you to go look it up Europe. But um, that's gonna be my Europe rant. Hope you liked it. Um, this is for the, since this is a YouTube video for, um, since I'm going to cut this Europe clip into a YouTube video. So, um, if you liked what you're hearing, um, let me know, like comment, subscribe, and, um, I'll see you on the next one, but that's not the end. Don't listen. Don't listen guys. Stay on, stay on. That was for the YouTube video, but, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know guys. I'm looking at the camera right now and I just look like Kevin Samuel. I don't know why, but I'm giving off Kevin Samuel energy, but, um, I'm not going to get as toxic as him. I love him, but I hate him. You know, he makes good points, but he also makes bad points like Dr. Umar. When they own, they own, but when they off, they are all the way off. Um, but what else did I want to talk? Okay, let's talk about TikTok. So that shows how long it's been because I've been on TikTok for a long time. But I recently got on TikTok, as you know, 
and it's changed my life first of all it introduced me to the europe program i literally would not have heard a lick of it if it wasn't for tiktok and tiktok does that to me all the time like you see this you see this shirt right here hold up hold up let me see i might get a good angle of it you see this you love that that's i love this shirt man but it's so good um i bought i got it from a guy he just like he um i'm sorry i was not in the mic but yeah he is it uh, tiktok puts me on to so many individual people like they were like i sew sweaters myself i make rugs myself you know i sell pottery myself i make art i make art for myself and it points me to so many great creators of content and clothing that i never would have met before and it's like it finds it because the thing that's the thing i love about these algorithms is they know exactly what i want to see because i will say that's the difference between tiktok and other um social media apps the other social media apps you had to follow people and and then you're just essentially seeing a feed of everything that's for the most part that's what you're looking for are people that you follow but with tiktok it prioritizes the algorithm like the best part about it is that it shows you something new every time you flip through it and you almost don't even, I don't even look at, I only look at my followers every blue moon to see if those artists and like those clothing people have to drop new clothing. And that's one thing I love about this is like having people drop clothes and then like, it's not like a crazy drop. So it's like, it's not gone in two seconds. You got probably about 10 minutes before everything's gone. 15 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes, five minutes, depending on how trendy the video gets. But honestly, it's, it makes me, it makes me feel good that I'm like, not everybody just like has this, like I've been going away from like buying things from like Nike and whatnot, like the major clothing brands. Like I, when I get like a lot of money, I, my goal is to only wear things from like people who like make it themselves. You know what I mean? Like to support small business, both black business and small business. I want to like, um, let me, let me show you, um, this, what this is on, this is on YouTube, but, um, this isn't TikTok. but I follow this guy. I follow this. Let me show y'all real quick. Um, you see my shoes? Y'all like my shoes? Um, it's, for, it's from a guy on YouTube. He go on Breakfast Club. His name's Saya. No, the brand's called Saya Collective. I think it's somewhere in somewhere in America. That's what it stands for. And he makes some solid stuff. I got some shorts from him. But um, go check him out. He makes some. He's like he makes a luxury brand. And like one thing that um I have been pondering on for a long time now is um I watched a video with T Pain, and he was talking about how we get on people who create their own business and we always want a discount from them but when it comes to major label companies like gucci and versace um we don't expect a discount at all we pay full price for all that and it's like what's so wrong with somebody saying that the brand is a luxury brand and charging a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars or two hundred dollars i'm like if your brand is if you're making affordable clothing that's what your brand is but there's nothing there should be nothing wrong with somebody making a luxury brand and charging luxury prices even though they're a small business if they're making quality and quality materials i feel like you should have every right to and i feel like we should stop looking for handouts and discounts for small businesses because how do we expect our friends and families and people we want to succeed to become gucci if we always want a discount from them you know if we're not shouting them out if we're not reposting them if we're not sharing them you know and it's weird that I have a podcast, so it's almost like I'm talking about myself. I guess in a way I'm talking about myself. It's okay. I'm talking about myself too. You know, you can't, you shouldn't want a handout from everybody um, that's just starting out. I don't know. I'm kind of going on a rant, but essentially, what, what was I talking about? I was talking about TikTok. Yes. Um, so TikTok, yeah, their algorithm is algorithm. I saw a fun little video about a dog and the algorithm. I might. Here it is. You in 2020 and your dog ain't typing your papers. You ain't living right. I get my dog to proofread my shit. I get my dog to analyze my shit. You know what I'm saying? You see him? 
He's saving it. He's saving it for me. He's he running it through the algorithms. That's what I do, man. My, my, my boy, man. Self-taught. You know what I'm saying? Number one K-9 English teacher. Professor Pitt. <laughs> I had to I had to I just had to put it in there. I love that video. But um Um let's see. And I'm sorry for all the people listening to our podcast. It's gonna sound real wacky and weird. So I would encourage you after you listen to this, go ahead and watch a YouTube video because I'm not gonna put it listen. Editing videos is hard and it takes a lot of time. Like a lot of time. Some of y'all know, but um and it's like hard to put like cool pictures and animated stuff in there all the time. Like it takes the videos take longer to come out because it's just me. So I'll say, if you want to edit my videos, DM me, let me know, cause I'm looking for somebody. I don't have a lot of money right now, but I, I'm in Europe, so you're off some more money to pay somebody to, cause I can record it. I just need somebody to edit them and like be my editor, you know, someone who does editing for a living. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. I forgot what I was talking about, but essentially, yeah. Um, so I discovered TikTok and like I was saying the algorithms and like they show me exactly what I want, but I just had some of the things that, um, I wanted because I was going to forget everything that TikTok has given me, but it's given me so much. TikTok has been so good for my mental health, but also bad because I've been spending a lot of time into it. But, um, and it's been messing with my dopamine levels, but, but I only knew that because of TikTok. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I had a list of things that I want to talk about. It don't look at my writing, it's terrible. And I wrote this on the back of Boolean data types. <laughs> my I'm coding PowerPoint on Java, but, um, yeah, um, <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah. So I, there's been so much like healthy relationship advice that I've gotten off of TikTok, like on loving yourself and like how it, the problem with a lot of things is like you don't love yourself first. So how can you expect to love somebody else? But like anyway, in an amazing video essays where people like record like the nuances of life, like um, and they'll like talk about their experience and how they're feeling and their emotions. And it's gorgeous. And I love it. Like there's so many gorgeous things on TikTok. Um, but um, yeah. And also people that like just videotape the nuances of the, the 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 beauty in the mundane like somehow just video these cinematographers people they're so good at what they do they're just like film a window or like a street or like an old man walking by or like an old gas station that looks like it's from like the early 2000s and it, the way they film it is so gorgeous and i love that's one of my favorite things on tiktok is when like people just bringing beauty to the to the um to the monotonous i don't think that's right bringing beauty to i'm sorry i said it earlier bringing beauty to the mundane somebody made a tiktok about that but yeah and i just that's my favorite thing is these dudes just like finding the beauty in the little things not everything not everything that's expensive and glowing and big city is always the most beautiful sometimes the, out in the country just seeing a fox walk by is more gorgeous than anything you'd ever see you know if you pay money yeah general advice oh and i also love there have been so many actual licensed therapists on on tiktok giving their advice and people actually taking therapy giving their advice and what worked and didn't work and that has been very helpful for my mental health i need to actually sign up for therapy though just you know just um overall it's just helpful um and also great financial people that actually work at like in financial places or like retired from places where like they take your money and like taxes or like working for the government actually giving good financial advice has been very helpful and also if you want to level up it sounds like it's, a, it's an ad if you want to level up your game 
you should check out the Earn Your Leisure podcast. But seriously, Earn Your Leisure, bro. If you, they're these two black dudes. One of the financial advisors, the other one, I don't know, was it something? He did something. He worked in school, something. But they, they give the best. They bring the best people on their podcast that talk about straight financial game. You know, like um, uh, Wall Street Trapper. I can't remember all the names, but so many great people just giving the best business advice I've ever heard in my life. So if you're, if you, if you want to make a financial turn in your life, you want to stay making smart investments. Also, they have Marketing Monday where they talk the stock market every monday i encourage you to go watch that but um i love their stuff i put my brother ethan onto that a while back y'all remember ethan um but um yeah so if ethan tells you if ethan puts you on to um earn your leisure tell make sure make sure he tells you that i put put him on just so everybody knows but what's some other stuff yeah the artists and clothing's like um some i have some i bought some prints for something hold on, hold on let me show y'all some of the stuff that i got hold on pause 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 look i'll be right back i'll be right back hold on hold on what happened but i hurt my leg before starting this podcast and i just messed up the the video aspect i don't know i don't know how this camera thing works i bought this camera once this is my first time using it let me know how it goes if you got any camera if you have any advice for podcasting please let me know because i need all the help i can get but i bought the, from all these people on tiktok they have, have like uh small shops and stuff this is some of the stuff i bought but like there's this well i met this girl on instagram this one don't count i'm not doing good for tiktok i'm gonna show you so there's this well, this one's also no I, I found this girl on tiktok so she, i mean yeah so she made art i think her name's like mika I'm, I'm gonna put these people's names on there but she makes um all this art and it's like my my thing i love i don't know if that's coming through but i love this kind of like water art where it's like it's like it mimics water or whatnot i bought a necklace from her but like and then like it's just it's just so maybe i'll take i'll take i'll take pictures of it and i'll put i'll put it uh i'll put it i don't know if it's coming up on the camera but i'll put it uh, i'll put it right here there they go look at them look how gorgeous they are i love those things and i'm there's stickers but i'm gonna put them if you have any ideas of designing rooms, I'm about to move out, you know, once I um, um, finish Europe and I'm on salary or whatever, but um, that's my goal. But, um, and also there's this girl who makes beautiful prints. Um, um, they're like, um, hold up. I'm gonna get these put, put in my house, but yeah. Um, I'm gonna get these framed. They're like, they're like, um, they look like old school, like video games type vibes. I can't, I think it's like pixel art, but like there's this, there's these ones of these three buildings. I'm gonna get these, put these around my apartment when I move out. Um, um, what else what else oh yeah and there's some there's some dope there's some dope postcards i love the postcards um her stuff um i can't remember her name but um okay i'm gonna put her name i'm gonna put i'm gonna put all these people in so as soon as when i show when i show them i'm gonna put them but yeah it's, it's this is dope um i love her i love her art style it's so cool like i just love it like and there's this other dude i meant to i thought i bought his stuff already but i need to save my money because I, I ain't working as many hours as i used to so i need to save my money but there's this dude who makes art um sorry for the asmr <laughs> but um 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 but yeah so I'll show you, but I love some of this because I can't wait to put all this stuff up in my house. Like I have a bunch of other art things. I put some stickers on my guitar. I'll take I'll, I'll take a picture of that and show it to y'all. But um, another thing, this like, I love the book recommendations. Like this book, um, single on purpose. I I'm not gonna lie, I haven't started reading it yet, but um, I'm gonna start reading it. Um, I think it's written by a therapist, but um, it's dope. So I have some clothes. You know what? Um, I might make a I might I'm gonna make a TikTok that shows all the all the cool clothes and stuff I bought off of TikTok. But um, let's get back to the list. Where's my list? Where's my list? There's my list. It's on the Boolean data types. Boolean data types is right here. Um. Um. Yeah. So and then there's lots of yeah. Like I said, there's lots of people that give advice from like in their field. Like there'll be like a housing inspector. He'll tell you things that, like um to watch out for when buying a house or like somebody who um 
works in like a famous like walmart or whatever they tell you about the discounts or whatever it's just like so many people are just it feels like tiktok is like one big group of friends all giving each other the hookup from their job if that makes any sense like that's what tiktok feels like very often like a or like somebody's like a gardener and like they're giving gardening advice if for first starting a garden or like like i said they give you tax advice financial advice you know advice about life pets anything you can imagine like it's just it's been so helpful in my life and i love it i love tiktok for it um oh yeah and they even have like um like they'll give like restaurant uh and uh there's like people who go around and find the best restaurants in atlanta and like there'll be restaurants i never heard of and i've been living here since 2003 and i'm like oh i guess new restaurants open up all the time and like dudes are giving exercise advice like i want to start trying calisthenics but um yeah so they there's different restaurants in atlanta i want to try take people on dates on but that's a conversation for another day um dope recipes to try like so i've tried so many recipes and like my family be like what are you cooking and then i cook and they're like uh and then it's gone the next day and I'm like, i made that for me for like four days now it's gone in a day but um yeah so that's i think that's the meat of it but i love i'm so thankful for finding tiktok like it's made it's brought so much joy to my life like ser like seriously i love tiktok so much like i mean i'm gonna post these clips on tiktok but yeah, it has been transformative for me. But um, I think we should move on from that note. Um, why don't we go ahead and keep moving? Because um, I got other. Oh, we talked Europe program already. Um, let's talk Grownish. So yes, there is a show I've been watching since I was a f freshman in high school. No, I'm sorry, a freshman in college or a sophomore. I can't remember. I wasn't technically a sophomore because I didn't get good, good good grades. But um, yes. So when I was, I had a friend. Um, well, I had a girl I liked, and I needed to have something in common with her to talk about. But um, so yeah, I started Grownish, and um, honestly, I used to love that show because it, it it felt hashtag relatable, um, <laughs> and I just I I loved the antics of the of the of the of the um young adults on there. Like I loved their all their interactions. It felt I thought it was pretty cool and funny, and I loved staying caught up in the drama of Yara Shahidi and her nonsense in the in the blackish universe, and like having Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross come in, but um. As this show goes on, I feel like it's become very pandering. Like, I saw a TikTok on this earlier where people will put woke, we'll say woke things in between just stuff going on in their show, and then it'll make it feel like the show is better than it is. And I feel like Gronish does it a lot. Like, they'll say a lot of stuff about the black experience, but I'm like, is this really, is it even about black people? Like, I feel like they should have had this in HBCU. I'm going to make an authentic HBCU like TV show, like about the HBCU experience and like marching band and football and the culture and the, the, that whole jam. And I'm gonna make it, and it's gonna be fantastic. Speaking into existence. If somebody's watching this, don't steal my idea, or at least put me on a writing team. But anyway, I have other ideas. I'm not gonna tell y'all because uh, y'all gonna see them someday. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna bring them into existence. I have a movie idea. I'm not gonna tell y'all what it's about. But um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so there's Grownish, right? Yeah. And I, lo I loved all the uh, Trevor, um, whatever his name is. I forgot the character's name. I haven't watched it in a minute. I told you, I put this these stuff on there like a year ago. I need to get re-caught up on the Grownish. But one thing that was interesting, I was watching the newest season. They went to Mexico. And then they were just talking about all the drama. Because I think they're on season four or three. They talked about all the drama that these friends have been through together. All the beef they went through. All the times they portrayed each other. And I was like, if this was a real show none of these guys will be friends anymore like they would have been split up like their relationships are so tough like they've done so many bad things to each other like so many like and there's no way this large group of people and people 
some people have broken up and gotten back together and gotten with different people and they're all still hanging out that's not how college actually happens like you diverge you change friend groups like you you grow you change you adjust like especially your first friend group you probably leave that after first couple months you know not in like anything bad happens but you just change you're finding yourself so i feel that's one of the weirdest aspects and yara yara shahidi's character's growth de character development is so annoying like she'll be like i look at my notes real quick um yeah we we're talking about grownness but yeah um was i what was i talking about yara shahidi's uh character development yeah it was it's terrible it is hot garbage um uh, mostly because i just feel like yeah she doesn't learn any real lessons and she's so spoiled like i wish the main character wasn't a wealthy kid you know i'm not saying she, i think a, a pro, actually middle class uh black woman or any woman any character but i just feel like if they were middle class i feel like that'd be more relatable but the fact that she's so upper middle class is like you're cut off like that's not something people really resonate or relate to and she's such a brat she's so spoiled and she makes such bad decisions like not even like college bad decisions just like bad person bad decisions and she's so selfish she doesn't learn anything like i'm like you she makes the same mistakes over and over again like i said before it's weird that these people are still friends after everything they put each other through like it's so weird to hear them still talking and then like you got one dude who's um i forgot vivek i love him but it's weird that he's a drug dealer but can afford to have a whole house for his four friends that are girls and they're all their parents are just okay with this man owning this house letting them live there i mean he's not a man he's a college student. but it's also weird it's so weird and these apart some of these apartments they i'm like they wouldn't get this um it's nice in an apartment um a lot of things like that but i do love the i will say i love the boy characters more i don't know if it's because i'm a guy but they're just so much more um authentic i'll say like their actual friendships more but also i don't know how girls interact without guys as friends but they i don't like seeing them talk because they always get so mad and catty and they throw so much shade and there's no real love sometimes like they have lovey dovey but it's like they don't feel like a good friendship like the guy like the guys hanging out is all except for luke lucas whatever his name is whoever he is the one that dated um yara or whatever i forgot her name zoe he's annoying he's so pretentious like he thinks he's so smart and so talented and so gifted and why does everybody think he's so smart and so talented and so gifted he doesn't do anything he just complains and he's he pisses me off i don't know is that my insecurity showing or is he actually just a douche i don't know but um if i'm being honest um i didn't charge my phone before i started this so um i don't know how long much longer i'm gonna let this podcast is gonna go but um i had a lot of stuff i wanted to talk about though um um we're gonna skip the dark night we can talk about that another time um we talked about tiktok we talked about um uh, that shows you how long this stuff has been sitting here that i'm looking at it and it says simone biles and the olympics was a long time ago this shows you how long it's been since i've done this podcast i am sorry but i will do better i promise but anyway um let's talk about chance the rapper um I gotta say, I, if you see my other podcast, I'm a massive, I was a massive Chance Rapper. Like, I loved everything Chance the Rapper. I loved anytime he posted anything, every time he said anything, anytime he posted any type of leak, it was my jam. Um, surf, my jam. Coloring book, my jam. I loved, um, what was this, what was this project? Acid Rap? Uh it's good but i feel like if i had heard that first i would have loved it above all else but because i didn't hear it first and i heard it like third surf was my first one so surf kind of fits the place of where ass rap is for a lot of other people like and i just loved his energy how i love god you know the gospel things his line on um 
uh, Life of Pablo. Coloring, I loved Coloring Book. Um, that's even though even that song he did with um, um, R. Kelly, which um, I loved. Um, Angels, Hot Fire, Saba, Hot Fire. You know I love Saba. I love Saba. Top five, Hot Fire. But then he started making these albums. I'm gonna put the pictures here. But they were like these weird, like um, I don't even know what to call them. Um, like colored things and I was like I'm rocking with it because I'm still a massive I love his work like so I was like he's leading somewhere and then he's, they made a purple one and I was like oh, he's, he's gonna get there and he made a bunch of stuff I liked Merry Christmas Little Mama I thought it was okay thought it was cool I'm still gonna watch it every listen to it every Christmas time but um I thought it was cool um but then he dropped the big day and I listened to it and he said oh we're back and i almost was like oh he's back and then i listened to it and i was like first of all this junk is so long and i was like why am i not having a good time i was like i feel like she should love this i was like I, i'm wrong let me watch listen to it twice let me listen to it three times i was like oh my god this album's not good like it's terrible for the caliber of music that he used to it's terrible like it's so bad it's so it's, it's, it's just about his wife and l- let me say an album about a marriage could be an amazing album but an album, an album that's completely about one day, your marriage of all things. I feel like that's the biggest problem with, I mean, the wedding. I feel like the biggest problem with marriage is people want a, me- a wedding, but people don't want marriage. And you made a whole s- album about weddings? Weddings suck. Like, s- <laughs> I look so mean when I said that. But I'm just saying this because I'm so hurt by the album and how trash it is because how much I love him as, a, as an artist. But it's like. And he just started getting so corny to me and so annoying. Like I don't know, maybe I just maybe I just I just had rose tinted glasses. But he is garbage now. Like is is anything he puts out garbage? Holy was garbage. I don't know something else garbage. Um, oh that song he had with G Herbo was fire though. I love that jump. Like oh and I have to say this the song he did with Saba on his album. Um. What was the song? one of my favorite albums of all time. I forgot the name of it. Oh my gosh, I forgot. But that album, that one right there, you're looking at it. Um, I forgot the name of it. I'm so sorry. Um, but his song, the song Log Out with a Chance Rap, I love that song. And let me say, um, well, before I get into what I think about Chance's future, let me say, uh, he had a controversy a while back. I want to talk about it, but I didn't do the podcast because of the things I told you about earlier, Europe and whatnot. But, um, his manager was saying that he rushed it, he didn't work very hard on it, and like the production time was like six months, and then he um, and then he just blamed why the album did bad on um, his manager, and so the manager sued him. Like it's not my fault. Like literally, he did a bad job of the album, and it's like if this had ha- if he said this about Cullingberg or anything else, I would not have believed that man. I'm like that manager's lying. But it's like when the manager said all that stuff about the production of the album, I was like. It makes perfect sense why this junk is so garbage. Like, I believe him 100%. And I don't know this dude. I don't know if done it breaks. The only thing I really didn't know him is because I saw Chance hugging him when he won his Grammy. But it's like, it was so, I was like, it, the pieces were just coming together in a weird way. Like, I was like, it makes sense. It sounds like the production was weird. Like, and then all the voice actors he had come in, like, Cree Summers sounded like she was phoning it in. And I love Cree Summers with all my heart. I love Cree Summers' work. But she sounded so weird in this. Like, she should have done another take. And then everything. It was all these skits in it. Like, it was a terrible album. Oh, my God, I hate it. I hate that album so much. Oh, my God, I hate it. And every, every time he talk about his wife. Oh, my God, so bad. Oh my god, I love my wife. <laughs> Have y'all seen that? <laughs> I love my wife. Ah! <laughs> mm. 
Mm, side note, I made a TikTok where I combined the Super Mario theme with Chance's little sound effect sound. Um, go check that out. But yeah, and that's what that's what hurt the most because I wanted to love it so bad. And I've learned to be at peace with it and just let it go and just focus on the works that I love. But I'm just going to act like Big Day doesn't exist anymore because it's so bad. Like, I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to listen to it again. It was it's just terrible. And I don't even want any more music from Chance because if I'm being honest, I've been harping on Chance for a minute now. But it's like, Chance, you give me some of the, my favorite music of all time and I'll always be indebted to you for that. So thank you. So if if it sounds like I'm being harsh, it's coming from a place of absolute love for your other projects. And maybe um, and also the fact that you keep trying to defend Big Day and keep putting it in things like he had a TikTok trend <laughs> where he's like Chance the Rapper. And he's like, well, let's go. on And everybody was heating up on how trash the album was to the point where they had to stop the challenge and take it off of TikTok. And I was dead the entire time. Like that jump was unbelievably bad. Like, oh my gosh. And I don't know. Um, yeah, but oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is his line on G Herbo's song and his line on Saba's song showed me that. Um, um, I mean, I don't. I've never made an album or I've never even made a song. But Chance, I think you have something when you're talking about. Um, in Saba's song "Log Out," you're talking about how fake the industry is and how everybody wants um money from you but nobody checks up on you and how you're feeling like i felt that energy so hard to the point where you watched saba on that song and that album is one of my favorite albums of all time i love that that album and i love that song but you watched them just on how but and let me say saba that's that album was has been monumental for my mental health but and i probably shouldn't say wash but you were just so great in that song and just just because you were being so authentic and real and the same thing with the G Hero song. You were talking about how how numb you are to the death in Chicago because somebody got killed and you're just playing San Andres. And like, th- I felt the authenticness in those lyrics. And I'm like, if you can capture, you take those two sounds, combine them together, talk about your real reality of your experiences growing up in Chicago and make that an album. And I'm telling you, that's your next one chance. That is your next album, I promise you. And once again, I'm not, I, I, I'm, I don't know albums. You've made some of my favorite albums of all time. So I don't know nothing about music. You're the music man. But I, I, just, I just wanted to put my two cents about that. I think if you take those two sounds from those two songs and put them together, make an album about it, I think you will get your crown back on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the steeple of, at least on my personal list of rappers. Cause you're still in my, t- you're my top 10, but you're no longer in my top five cause of Big Day. Because, I mean, because, I mean, you are. I think you still are. I don't know. Who's my top five? Go back to that YouTube video I made a while back. What is, what is what was my top five again? I can't even remember. But, um, Toby Lou. I love Toby Lou. Toby Lou is fire. I talked about Toby Lou earlier. But I love Toby Lou. Toby Lou is so cool. I want that goddamn project, Toby Lou. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know, y'all. I'm kind of tired. Um, I think I'm gonna, um, I think I'm going to say the rest of what I want to talk about. So, um, well, one more thing. I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to save my anime talk for the next podcast. But, um, and that, yeah, I'm going to make that one just a little bit more scripted. But, because um, um, honestly, I got coding work to do. So, um, I just want to get on to this real quick. But let's talk about Marching Band. So, for those of you who don't know, 
I was a member of the Tennessee State University Aristocratic Bands. That is a historically black college and university and historically black marching band. First marching band to perform at the at the um, at a presidential parade. First televised HBCU uh, halftime show. First uh, marching band to perform at the halftime of a soccer game. First marching band to ever perform on the White House lawn for President Barack Obama. Period. Boo. That was me. I did that. But um, <laughs> I say all that to say it's a very important part of me. Like when I'm bummed out, when I'm quiet, when I need some time to myself, I pull up a, a fifth quarter like of two two HBCU bands just going at it, and I just I love it so much. It's what me and my brother talk about all the time. He played snare at Hampton. Um, but it's a huge part of me, and I haven't talked about it on the podcast, so I would love to talk more about HBCU bands. Like, let me tell you, Southern University and Jackson State just went for an hour-long fifth quarter. If you don't know, there's zero quarter where the bands battle before the game even starts. They battle throughout the game, and then fifth quarter, they stay after the game, and they just duke it out song after song. Like, they go going to war. And then um, there's nothing better than fifth quarter, I got to say. Um, but... Um, they had an hour-long fifth quarter, and it was magnificent. I loved it. I'm going to watch it again. And I haven't watched the fifth quarter all year because I've been busy. I've been real busy lately because them band videos be long. But I've that joint was fantastic. I loved it. Southern, y'all did great. Jackson, y'all did great. Um, but they was just blowing, boy. And then um, they arranged this once. I think it was Fur Elise and um, I think it was Your Worth by Alicia Keys. Something but Southern put their boot in that joint, boy. Ooh. They put their boot in it, and then um, that song they play at the end, Perm. I love Perm. Like they just they just be cranking on them, man. But um, yeah, I yeah, I would love to talk more like regularly about you know when games happen and HCUs play each other. I would love to talk about talk about it. But I'm thinking should that be its own podcast or um, I don't know. Um, but let me think. I'm sorry, I'm getting notifications from school, so I get distracted. But um, one more thing I want to talk about is the show Insecure. Um, I'll talk about Atlanta another time. But um, Insecure, I love the show Insecure so much because it's such a it's such a beautiful take on L.A. Like the cinematography on that show is top notch. Like it makes me want to move to L.A. so bad. Like, and I know I don't want to go out there, but I want to go out there. I want to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on vacation out there. On my list is Japan, Abu Dhabi, um, Africa, specifically Ghana, and then um, uh, California. It's probably California gonna happen first because that's the easiest one to get to. But um, uh, my dog's barking. I don't know if y'all hear that. I apologize. But um, yeah. I love it, the, and then the, it's so the black experience is so authentic. Like, I, I it's, it's from the perspective of like an awkward black girl, but like as someone who's awkward, I really resonate with Issa's character like so much, and Lawrence, everybody, Molly. Like, I you have a little bit of every character in that show in you, and you just love them for, or you knew somebody like them. Like, it's so good. Like, and the season, and I've been rewatching. I'm on see back on season three, and I'm watching season five. Season five is looking real solid. Like, I love it, and I love Lawrence. As a, like, I will say, a lot of shows, especially when they're from a male perspective, um, the female characters tend to not be as good. And from and when the shows from a female perspective, the male characters tend to be stereotypes. Well, both it happens both ways. But um, in this show, both male and female characters feel so real. Like normally the ex or whatever like lawrence is like not even like a they're normally characterizing like they're a bum and i mean he was a bum but he's a fleshed out character he grows he changes he adjusts isa grows changes adjusts molly grows changes adjusts like you know and you just see these people grow and you're growing and i've been watching the show for years so it feels like i'm growing with them and their final season i don't want to see them go but i want to see isa go make that money 300 million for, for hbo max you go ahead girl go get that money but um 
Yeah, I am loving if you if you if you're looking for an authentic look into the black experience, insecures, especially a black woman's perspective on life in LA, insecure is where you want to go. And in Atlanta too. I love it. I'm loving this black renaissance is going on, you know. But I think that's everything I really need to talk about or I really had on my chest. Um, like I said, I'll save my anime talk for another podcast. I apologize for not getting to it, but honestly, I'm tired and I've got a lot of work to do and I need to take a nap before I do that work. So um, with all that said and done, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. Um, I know these don't get a lot of views right now, but hopefully I'm looking back someday when I've made like hundreds of these and it's just like, I can't believe I used to only get like 10 views or whatever, you know, so I want to say thank you to everybody who watches these y'all are the building blocks to my success i wouldn't be where i am without you um i'm looking into merch um i mean obviously not yet because i don't even have it all what's the point of merch now i'm 15 y'all watch it but um i'm gonna make some merch. as soon as i get an audience i'm gonna make some merch and make that junk look nice y'all see my logo my logo nice wait 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 hold on, hold on i didn't make official merch but i did make merch hold on i'm gonna pause for a second i'm gonna I'm I'm cut this out y'all ain't gonna see y'all not gonna see in my closet my closet is not together yet it's not dirty but it's not together i don't want y'all to see my secrets okay i know y'all didn't see that but like so many like christmas hats and like winter clothes came down <laughs> uh i gotta organize that but um yeah so this is the merch oh yeah i got a t-shirt from uh from the kanye event i meant to show y'all but i forgot but yeah i made this um i don't know if y'all can see but um yeah i put the put the right there i put the the spotify thing so when people come by they can scan it and it's got will's truth and it's got the the link and it's got my my face and all that and i love this i haven't worn it yet because um in secret i'm gonna give it um as a gift to somebody for christmas but um i don't know why i said this they're gonna watch that dang it i'm gonna cut this out um <laughs> but yeah this is dope um i'm gonna get some some major merch going i just made this on um uh custom ink but i'm gonna make some more affordable merch and i'm gonna get that out there um and once again thank you for everybody who watches this and supports me um it means the world that you care what i had to say um even if it's just family thank you family if it's strangers thank you strangers um it means a lot to know that um the things that come in my mouth uh, matter you know and somebody cares what i have to say i mean people know what care what i have to say but it's cool that i can create content and people actually i'm a form of entertainment because um the YouTubers I watch and the people I watch on podcasts, the regular people I've been watching for years are very important to me. And to think that I'm becoming that for other people um, really makes me feel good. So close things out. Peace and blessings, everybody. I love you all. Um, do something nice for somebody today and um, do something nice for yourself. So do something nice for yourself first and then do something nice for somebody else later. And then I'll catch you all on the next one.